Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Our little secret. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello. That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks Podcast. We are back. It's been a while. Uh, Kevin, you want to say something? Yeah, yeah. What was the intro? Our little secret. That's what Luis says at uh, the okay, end yeah, yeah. of right. D3 when he's making out with Mindy. It's going to possibly factor into this episode a little later. A little but, foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. But we've been off for a bit. Apologize for that. But we're back now. Uh, a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, the people on Twitter were, were uh, I don't know what the right word for it. I guess happy or excited about Tommy's use of a hard maybe. They're a big fan of that. <laughs> he was a hard maybe. Yeah. And then uh, they also did not really believe that Kevin had a client meeting. I did. We went to the Bluefish Grill on Greenville. With clients, uh, his two friends from out of town. <laughs> no, it was a legit client meeting. Really? What were their names? Uh, it's Mark, Allen, uh, Brooks. Yeah. All right. Client meeting. Send us their resumes. Did you talk about... So, why would I have their resumes? <laughs> They're your clients. I don't hire them. You're friends with them on LinkedIn. Connected. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to just send out LinkedIn links with the pod so you can get to know Kevin's clients. But uh, Kevin needs some clients. According to uh, the page, is Kevin a millionaire yet? Uh, Kin Token, Kevin's cryptocurrency investment, is down 8.92% in one day. Is that 57.90? Yeah, it's not great right now. So we had another another momentary uh, minute where I was worth one hundred fifty three thousand um, dollars. Oh, no. Somebody made another stupid trade during our our absence, um, and uh, so yeah, I, I I for a very fleeting moment had a return of one hundred ninety six thousand seven hundred sixty two point nine four percent. Wow. Yeah. But, How uh, much did you invest in? Remind our listeners. Three hundred, give or take. What do you mean, give or take? Is it well? I mean, like based like because of fees and everything. Like, yeah. I don't oh, know okay. how much like actual money ended up getting invested? I don't. Probably like around two seventy or something like that. Yeah. Mm. So before it was like a trillion dollars, and you knew that was wrong. But one hundred fifty three. Yeah, yeah it was a little bit more realistic. I, I text my my former boss, uh, and and because he's also invested in Kentucky, oh, okay. so I was like, uh, I sent him a screenshot, and I I said, looks like somebody made a stupid trade again, and and he was like damn please investigate though <laughs> so i did and that's what it was because okay. you can you can cycle through the different like exchanges and if you switch to another exchange it was like normalized because just somebody on the one exchange oh, made I a crazy see. trade i see okay well yeah. one day one day one day that'll be legit one day yeah 
And uh, I, in the midst of our break, went to Central Market, which is like a Whole Foods. And I had my Make America Quack Again shirt. Mm-hmm. And the cashier was like, I don't know if I'm smart enough to get your shirt. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's just a podcast. She's like, a podcast? I was like, yeah, the Quack Tag. You should listen to it. She's like, I'm going to listen to it. I was like, all right. We got another follower. So the the shirts, apparently uh, you can strike up some conversations with them. So go to the shop there. Uh, also keep using the Amazon link. It's helping us out. And and I know we we did have a new listener that was uh, talking about how he remembered um, the Bombay loafer. So yes. go go get the Air Bombay shirt if you if you're listening. That is true. We do have that available in the shop as well. Yes, that is also for kids who want to coach. It's also for people who don't want to coach. Yeah, you don't have to want to coach. It's just a stylish loafer. Yeah, stylish sure. loafer on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Wait, wait, quick, very quickly. This okay. is a very special episode. This is a the pre Mike's bachelor party. Oh, oh that's true. That's true. Mike's bachelor party is this coming weekend. That's true. Uh, so we're gonna get into some shenanigans. I think we're gonna shoot some guns and stuff, something yeah. like that. Skeet shooting. Uh, maybe, probably not ducks. We're probably not gonna shoot any ducks. That wouldn't be cool. Clay pigeons. Clay pigeons. There we go. Yeah. So the enemy of the duck. Yeah. <laughs> Pigeons and maybe ducks. some hawks. Maybe we'll find some. Oh, hawks. oh yeah, we might get in trouble if we do that. But uh, yeah, what? are they endangered? I don't. know. It just seems like it would it be illegal season? to shoot hawks. <laughs> yeah. Michael put in the show notes whether or not it's legal to shoot hawks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would assume you'd have to have a license to but, shoot a hog. Like people don't eat hawks. I mean, maybe some people do, but <laughs> I'm sure they do. Uh, I, I do want to solicit um, some something from our listeners. So we're obviously gonna be, probably gonna be drinking a lot this weekend, and so let us know what kind of uh, drinks we should be getting from Mike. Oh. And also, if you want to donate some money for Ooh. us to buy a drink for I Mike, like that. Oh. the bachelor party fund. We can guarantee that all the money will go to so getting we'll Mike absolutely shit We'll document them and we'll and we'll post them. Oh. Right? Okay, sure. <laughs> we'll document until, them and we'll we'll decide when we're sober get, yeah. if we should post them. Until everyone forgets when it's like... I like that. That's a good idea, Tommy. Yeah. Like All right. That. Well, yeah. All right. We're also going to get to meet uh, Mike's older brothers for the first time. Just, you never met are, my older brothers? Are they quackalites? They they think it's funny. I don't know if they actually listen, but they 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 are in on the idea. Sounds about like all of our friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it should be a good time. I, I didn't even realize this was a special episode because of that. But and we'll have an update for uh for the next episode as well. Yeah. Yeah. Presumably from prison. Yeah. <laughs> That's the goal. That is the goal. All right. Uh lots to talk about here. First Speaking of prison. Oh yeah, good segue. So Sean Weiss, our good friend Sean Weiss, if you're unfamiliar, having listened to the previous episode, he played Goldberg in the Mighty Ducks. He's been on this show a couple times. I consider him a friend at this point. I enjoy his company. He and I are mortal enemies, but everybody <laughs> yeah, knows that. true. He did do a lot of shitting on Kevin during the episodes, but still. I believe he called you dead weight at some point. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. But anyway, so he got arrested in Northern California, according to TMZ. Uh, it says the 38-year-old was busted for public intoxication Saturday around 1 a.m., in Oroville, California, about north an hour north of Sacramento. Uh, TMC says, We're told the cops cut him a break after he spent a few hours in the drunk tank. He was released and not cited. So this is a, another incident in a 
growing list of them. He was uh, arrested a year ago for possession of meth. Uh, he served, He was sentenced 150 days in jail for stealing $151 worth of stuff in an electronics store. Uh, he ended up only serving 12 days in prison due to overcrowding. Uh, and some people on Twitter have mentioned out that his manager is named Don Gribble. Uh, yes. So, I, don't, I mean, that could be a disguise for one Don Tibbles. So, we don't know. But... Yeah, really actually just like a sad situation here. We, uh, TMZ did a follow-up, and his friend, who has known Sean for more than 13 years, uh, says he's been dealing with substance abuse, and it dates back to the death of his father about three years ago. Uh, she came out one day, found Sean sleeping on her porch one night, and is like trying to help him get better. She's got to go fund me. To try to send him to rehab. I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to donate to that. But just wishing Sean will figure it out here and get better for him. And uh, good luck to Sean there. Sad stuff, though. Sad stuff. Yeah, it's it's been uh, quite the quite the scary and sad run for him. Uh, you really hope that he's able to kind of crawl his way back from here. Just personally, on a personal level. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, took a lot of heat on uh, the old internet there for his mugshot. Yeah, uh, I wanted to mention about that mugshot. So, and I guess he was arrested for public intoxication. So obviously he was, you know, fucking drunk or whatever. And so, but the face he's making almost look like it's like fake. Like, no, because that's like he's got this weird frown. Yeah. It's almost like he was doing a really really ugly frown on purpose and having spoken to sean obviously a couple times it wouldn't surprise me if he did that knowing like i'm drunk whatever i may as well make this look as bad as possible no offense if that was not the intention but it does look just dreadful and you have no idea how many people reached out to us and said have you seen this sean white's mugshot yeah it was like a constant stream of texts tweets facebook messages yeah even my like sister-in-law who i don't know if she's ever seen the mighty duck she sent me the link to the story in his mugshot and i was like look at this so uh yeah it's funny because i thought the same thing when i was looking at it, i was like i was like is he making a face there really i didn't have that i didn't have that instinct at all really yeah well we'll embed a tweet or something within it but um the face he's making do you guys remember in break breaking bad um fuck the the guy in the wheelchair um i forget his first name but he's like one of the uh basically the drug kingpins i think his last name is salamanca it's not tuco because he's like but anywho, when he like rings the bell, he makes a very distinct face, like like a frown, because he can't speak. But it's like he wants to say something. Um, in the in the show notes, if Mike can kind of like pull up a side by side, and and if it absolutely looks nothing like it, we're not gonna put it in there. <laughs> um, but we'll look it up after this. But that it reminds me of like kind of an over the top like frown. Okay, yeah, I haven't seen Breaking Bad in a while, so I'm not entirely sure what you're referring to. But He's I'll also look it up. in um, Better Call Saul. Yeah. Oh. When he's healthy. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Haven't really got into the Better Call Saul game. I think it's, it's excellent. I finally, I tried watching it once, uh, and I, I, I just didn't give it enough of a go. Uh, so then I didn't watch for like three years. So then I got to binge, you know, two seasons, three seasons, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I definitely I binge like those. In, I can't watch them week to week. So I'm recording all the ones now. So please don't tweet any spoilers at me. Oh, please tweet so- all the spoilers at Tommy. <laughs> he deserves so- it. So, how many seasons are there? 
They are, the fourth one is on AMC now. Yeah, fourth one. Okay, I think I saw like the first few episodes of the very first season. Yeah, you have to get through like four episodes, five okay. episodes, and right. you'll be in. I think I like it more than um, Breaking Bad. Wow, and I know They're I'm different. In the, in the I, minority. I, 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 do, I do really like the storytelling in, in Better Call Saul. Like it's it's just really well done. Like like the way that they like all the flashbacks and yeah. all that. Like it's just really well done. All right. Well. That was the end of uh, Better Call Us, the <laughs> Better Call Saul podcast. Let's uh, move on. Is that actually the name of a... I don't know. Better Call Us? I'm sure there's a Better Call Saul podcast. Michael put it in the show. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there is. <laughs> probably has a better name. Yeah, I don't know. i just coming up with it on the spot. I'm not hmm. very witty, I guess. But I feel like everyone, including our listeners, already knew that. So let's move on to the topic at hand. Uh, Tommy, what is the topic today? So this is an interesting uh, topic. Um, this is an idea from uh, Mike. Um, comes up with a lot of the ideas for the podcast. Um, so the topic is going to be about the love triangle between Luis, Mindy, and Riley, of course, which mm-hmm. Mike alluded to earlier with his quote. Um, and so, Mike, you want to explain that a little bit? Yeah. So this this actually came from me watching Cobra Kai. The, Ooh, the uh, still on my list. Yeah, it. it's good. Yeah, so it sort of looks at the other side and looks at the the triangle there uh, between uh, Daniel Russo and Tommy and the girl. I don't remember her name, but anyway. So I was looking at D three and I was like, we got a similar situation here with Luis and Mindy and Riley, who's apparently named Rick Riley. I thought his name was Johnny Riley or whatever. Oh, it was Johnny from Cobra Kai, but it's Rick Riley here. And Rick Riley is also a sports writer, but unrelated. They spell their last names differently. Anyway, so <laughs> we get to the we get to the like school and Luis is trying to hit on Mindy and Mindy's like, Oh, that's my boyfriend over there. Rick. Well, she doesn't say Rick, but he waves. And then it certainly seems like the documentary is like setting us up to root for Luis in this situation but my initial question is did Rick do anything wrong here because I feel like there's no evidence that Rick should have like really been the bad guy in this situation I I feel like there's enough evidence that he's kind of a douche you know he's kind of an asshole so I think that's kind of the you know I mean we don't know much about him at this point yeah but I still think there's enough of an inkling that he is that I think it's fair to call him the villain I, I i could say that too and and it could be something where maybe like maybe it turns whenever uh like they they trick the ducks into paying for dinner or whatever and then like he goes back he's like oh babe look what i just did and she's like they're like 14 years old <laughs> and like this is gonna like fuck with them and like why did you do this they're obviously you know not from affluence or anything that's not very funny and so maybe she doesn't like his childish antics like that Okay, so they left some out of the documentary, but it seems to me Luis is kind of a creepster here. He like obviously tries to hit on her, and then he is crawling underneath the cheerleaders' tables. That was creepy. Looking, yeah, and then at the end, it certainly seems like they've been cheating on, or he's Mindy has been using Luis to cheat on Rick. Because Louis says our little secret, and then she just like waves it off. Um, is Luis a better 
person than Riley at this point, though. You, you think are they both assholes? I, I don't think it's a like a linear line. Like, I mean, maybe they they're both shitty people in different ways. You know, I don't know how you you know compare the two. Mm-hmm. But I think the question is, do you think it's okay to actively pursue someone else's girlfriend? I, I mean, it's high school, dude. Yeah, it's so yeah, and so like, like who who gives it's, a shit, really? Yeah, that's a good point. If you would, yeah, adjusting for the situation. I mean, they're not married. Yeah, so. and I mean, and he, I, I think you could argue too that I think Luis is doing it also a little bit just to get under Riley's skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like as I don't know if he's like actually in his mind doing that but i think that has some like a bonus effect it's like know? he he probably sees her like oh Mindy, she's the best looking cheerleader i'm going after her oh she's also dating riley i have to go after her <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like incentive it's yeah. a bonus really yeah it's like a challenge you know it's okay like they the varsity has challenged them effectively okay and so you know it's game on Imagine Riley going home after they lost the JV and also losing Mindy. <laughs> it's a bad day for yeah. a yeah. high school senior, junior, however old he is. Dad he's a beats senior. him when he gets yeah. home. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> bad for him. Yeah. It's okay. So wait, wait. Okay. Quick sidebar to that comment. Uh, would that make Riley's dad respect the Ducks more or hate the Ducks more? Uh, if if Riley lost and lost his girlfriend to a duck, hmm. I think I think at a certain point he's got to realize that like the ducks have won, like they won this battle and they've sort of earned their way back onto the squad and and into the school. So I think he respects them more because of that. Like he's he's sort of turned the corner and given up on his agenda against them he's also probably given up on his son yes i was gonna say so he's more respectful of the ducks or ashamed of his son i think maybe combination of both yeah you can can feel immense shame for your son (laughs) while feeling respect for his rivals (laughs) coming from someone who does not have a son (laughs) are we talking about riley rick riley in this situation or the jv son who missed out on the JV team because the Ducks. Game. Well, he Wait, probably they're brothers, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the dad feels less respect for Riley. Yes. More respect for the Ducks, but also more respect for his JV son. Be like, hey, you lost the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so it's good for the younger one. Yeah. Okay. Which is gonna really wreak havoc on the older one. Like yeah. as they grow into adults. <laughs> I yeah. can like I can imagine that family being something where they have like power rankings of their children. <laughs> <laughs> and like he gets home, he sees the younger brothers at the top. His like faces in the garbage <laughs> wow it's like the barry family like rick barry oh yeah and all of his eight sons that <laughs> played in the nba yeah that's yeah so this is really a a seminal moment in rick riley's life here that really turns him down the wrong path that's rough there uh yeah you mentioned maybe it happens after the dinner that he that mindy realizes like rick's not a great dude how much does that sort of internal strife affect Rick Riley's play? Well, maybe he stops like paying attention to her. I feel uh, like that he's more in that camp, like where he just like kind of ignores her anyway during the season. Like, uh, just just kind of like expects her to like, and, yeah, you know, to sit with them at lunch, or whatever, and, you know, kind of be available and bring then, him snacks. Yeah, like and rally girls like, in in Friday Night Lights. Uh-huh, yeah. 
but not any sort of like relationship. It's just like she has to do this for him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like no, we're not going out on Friday nights. You know, I've got practice, or I'm. We're not going out on Saturday because you know I'm tired after the game. You understand this, and you know you know what you got into. I'm the captain of the varsity. Yeah. I think there's a million other girls who want that than yeah. anything else. Okay. So is Mindy at fault at all for cheating on her boyfriend or was it just like he had it coming? Well, I mean, it's not really a great thing to do. You'd want him want her to like break up with him before. I mean, maybe she does. Maybe like as she's like going to she like it's like we we're breaking up and then just goes and starts making out with Luis. <laughs> you know? Or maybe it's like um maybe this was the very first like make out like intense make out session and so they were more like kind of flirting and you know riley's ignoring her so this is before texting but you know maybe she's not returning his calls or maybe he's not even making it like even would this predate aim too no there's aim going on in 90 oh yeah and so like he's not even making an effort to message her so she's like I'm not going to message him and I'll see if he actually messages me. Yeah, and at like that really point, emo status Luis set. is like <laughs> messaging her. And so she's talking to him and like Riley makes zero effort. And then it's finally like at the game, she's like, fuck it. Fuck that guy. And oh, okay. Going yeah. For Luis. yeah. I don't think there's ever any clear distinction about when like, or that they ever did anything before that moment. That's true. Cause That's I think true. it's just Luis being like flirty. Okay. Yeah. I could you definitely think he like got her scream name, whatever, and like sent her messages. <laughs> and she she probably liked it a little bit, like not being like buzz off, but then you know, hey, here's this guy actually paying attention to me. Yeah. And she probably f- threw that in Riley's face a little bit too. You know, kind of used that, dangled it. Maybe like early him. and then like he didn't give a shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or he didn't even pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can see I can see this all coming together. So I think we just go through the three people here. Like, Riley, is he a good dude or a bad dude? Bad dude. Bad dude. Mindy, good or bad? I feel in like this she's situation. fine. In this situation, I think she, she leans more toward the good in the scenarios yeah. we laid out. Now, we haven't really gotten into her being a bitch to Linda or whatever. But we're not, we're not including that. Yeah. This is just we're isolated. Her of that. For the time being. We, we haven't gotten into Mindy's backstory yet. That that'll be a later date. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Luis, good or bad? I feel like he toes the line both ways. Yeah, it's more of a gray area. You can see arguments for both, and it's like I mean, the the phrase "just because there's a goalie doesn't mean you can't score." <laughs> it's never applied in a better scenario than this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think I came into this thinking Luis was bad because like he the whole sort of like wrecks it all. under the table thing. Clearly, that was bad. Yeah. Yes, that was bad. I will say in his defense, I guess, uh, I do I do like the gamesmanship aspect of yeah. it. You know, like the whether or not he was intentionally trying to get in Riley's head, like he did in some form or fashion, you'd have to imagine. So I think I, I appreciate that aspect of it, you know, trying to kind of use any edge on your opponent, like that kind of thing. Yeah, that's an added aspect I don't think I fully took into an account into account. Not into an account, but I didn't take it into account. And I didn't take into account the situation. I think them being in high school and like, let's be honest, Riley and Mindy are going to break up at some point. Like, might as well be over Luis. Uh, Yeah, so his only like non-redeeming move here 
fully is the under the table move and breaking the fourth wall while he's doing it. But that's another uh, discussion, I guess. <laughs> so, all right. I, I feel better about this situation than I did because I was looking at it. I was like, oh, have we been rooting for the wrong person this whole time with Luis and trying to go after this girl? But apparently we haven't been. So that's good. I, I think uh, in the long run, this is good for Riley. He loses. He loses the girl. He gets perspective on life, and he act, he has like a real challenge that he now has to overcome. So he doesn't get to college, and then like immediately flunk out because he's never had like real adversity. Or he just goes to juniors or whatever and just gets yeah. some somebody else. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't have like this high school hanger on or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a good thing. For no, him. no, no disrespect to any uh, high school sweethearts out there. But, <laughs> you know, I don't know if we have any listeners that went on to be professional hockey players or anything. Maybe. I'm sure we do. I'm sure like half the NHL listens. So yeah, it's it's a thing in the locker rooms. If not, we'll start that rumor and then it will be, it will become a thing. Hey, have you heard what they're listening to in the NHL locker rooms? Yeah. We know some people who could plant that seed. Yeah, we'll just get it out there. Whisper campaign. All right, I feel better now. I feel better. Uh, we talked though about Riley. Maybe this is a downward turn for him and his family. So it certainly seems like he recovers going to juniors or college or wherever and he's a good looking guy he can get another girl maybe he rebounds from that but with his family does he ever recover in this situation i guess it kind of depends on how well he succeeds beyond high school oh okay. yeah you know? if we think he's peaked as the captain yeah. of the varsity team but if he goes on and crushes it like of course he's gonna regain favor in his father's eyes yeah and you feel like he's also pre- his father seems like a shitty person can we just throw that out there that's true yeah for sure that is true I do think he's sort of peaked as the Eden Hall varsity captain, though. I think it's I think it's sort of downhill, at least for his playing career. From there, like I don't think he's good enough to go anywhere else. Just from the limited time I've seen him play, even playing for a team that's won like fifteen straight. Yeah, you got to feel like the captain. Of Eden yeah, Hall. captain at Eden Hall. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna get some tryouts somewhere just on that alone. That's true. That's true. I'm sure the Eden Hall coaches have connections somewhere so he can get on the squad i think it's just, i guess it's just a question of what he does it's gonna be there. like 10 years after the loss there's gonna be a good story about him i imagine like some local reporter like mm-hmm. found like whatever happened to riley he was like top of the world like who was the captain who like ended this like this jv varsity streak like the last captain of the warriors uh-huh is probably what it's called or something yeah, like that or that's good because like they changed the ducks afterwards. Yeah, that's good. So it's like a redeeming story though. Like he has this bad thing, and then he comes out of it, and and sort of has success later on. I don't know. I think we'll have to to think through it a little more about what happens to him post, like what happens the night of that game. Uh, oh yeah, interesting. And, and how does that change the does course? Does he of his end life? it all? I mean, <laughs> whoa, that got dark real quick. Well, I mean, we talked about him losing this game, to, which. Varsity should never lose to JV. He lost his girlfriend. His dad's pissed at him, and his, his little brother a high like, school, to, a high schooler to, yeah. to take. Yeah, I think it really depends on we have we ever like ironed out when like the time of year that this happened. We determined that it sort of happened like mid season, like winter breakish, uh, just because that seems like the only logical explanation. Yeah, there. it could be something where he like drops out right after. Yeah, but once you bring up the time period, yeah, he probably comes back to practice and, and gets his like mojo back. So 
yeah, maybe I... Maybe he's trying to win back Mindy the entire second semester. Hmm. Hmm. A lot to talk about. A lot to talk about with Perhaps Riley. Perhaps a spinoff, but that's for <laughs> another episode. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely for another episode. Let's go to the quack question right now. If you're unfamiliar with us and the quack question, you ask us questions on Twitter, Facebook, email. That's really it. We pick the best ones. Try to answer them. Kevin, what is the quack question today? Uh, all right. This one, this week's quack question comes from, we were trying to figure this out, who this is, but uh, Cine8bit on Cine Twitter. Cine8bit. At Cine8bit on Twitter. Um, cinema with an S or like cinema, like sit like cinema, like with a C C I C I N E right bit. Yeah. Like cinnamon. Um, and uh, okay. So the question is, while well, Eden Hall, does Jack Riley send someone to quote, finish the job and, and put banks out for good? Oh, Oh, Jack Riley. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking the varsity coach. Oh, this is interesting. I guess it's a question of whether Riley holds the grudge. Uh, have, on wait, Adam Banks. Have we ever figured out if there's any connection between the Rileys? Oh, but they spell their name. Yeah, they it, spell their name remember. differently. So the answer is no, we assume. Unless uh, some mix-up at Ellis Island happened many moons before. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think it's unlikely, though. So we just got to <laughs> yeah, play <let's>... the percentages. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's what we normally do. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's assume there's no relation. Yeah, this okay, no relation. So the question is if Coach Riley holds it against Banks that he switched teams, which caused him to lose to the Ducks, which caused him to lose the state champion streak, championship streak, which caused him to have a downward spiral with the Hawks and his team. And... I feel like there are more people to hold a grudge against. Like That's a long string to try to tie to Adam Banks. Well, Banks's it could be something where Riley goes crazy or something, and he just focuses on it. Banks didn't leave. Like There's McGruber no way they would have the, won. And the guy that cuts him off in the car, and he just like holds a grudge against the guy. I've never actually seen McGruber. Oh, my God. Why are we even friends? <laughs> I've not um, seen But it could be like he, fo- <sighs> he focuses so much. It's like in, um, yeah. in Ace Ventura. When Ray Finkel's is like, like it's Dan Marino's fault that they lost. Like, every, it's that goddamn Dan Marino's fault. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Dan Marino should die of gonorrhea and rot in hell, or something like that. His mom says it's a great quote. Um, I think that needs to be in the show notes. Yeah, I'll put it in there for sure. But yeah, he just fixates on it um, because he has like an unhealthy obsession with it, and he finds like, oh, if it wasn't for Adam Banks, instead of blame, blaming you know Bombay or like, oh, I was kind of an asshole to him when I, when he was a kid, he says it's Banks's fault. I don't know, so maybe. Yeah, that's true. And I mean like it would be festering for four years at that point if he tries to go after him that freshman year at Eden Hall. Maybe it's even longer and I, Banks becomes like a name in high school hockey and is in the paper and Riley sees it and is like God damn Adam Banks. Okay, so if so let's assume he does. Who does he send to do it? Like how does he oh, get to him? But how would McGill get to him? Well, the question is like, what, what are we talking about? Here? Are we talking about like a murder or just like taking no, out like he a wants, career ender? He career wants ender? to. He wants to Tanya Harding his leg. <laughs> yes. Okay. He wants to end his career yes. because Banks, in his view, ended his career. So he's like, 
tries to find out like where he hangs or something and sends so McGill. Does he like pay off one of the varsity guys that's like angry already? I think he gets McGill to hit him yeah. like on the leg. Like w- where was McGill at this point? Like playing um, on another team? No, no, no. McGill is like a townie. <laughs> so, McGill... so Adam Banks is walking around. And McGill just takes him out. Well, yeah, like after practice, yeah. he like tries. I'm, to... I'm thinking, or hits him with his car. I'm thinking know. Riley would find one of these varsity players that had just lost to JV and is already pissed, mm-hmm. pay them a sum of money to take out Adam Banks in practice wow. or whatever. This is a this is like what the conspiracy theory is when it's like everyone tries to have super complicated explanation and everyone's like it's always like the simplest answer. Yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a simple answer. I think it's McGill who's just like It's like, play- oh it was Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. Just playing <laughs> alone in the adult <laughs> league and but, or Riley's like, hey, McGill, I'll give you some cash. Thank out Banks. And McGill's just You've done like it before. a degenerate. Yeah. So he does it. Yeah. But I think he might try to make a play at the varsity. But if you look at the varsity, they, at least from what we know, are wealthy kids in don't really need the cash. Like maybe so maybe, McGill so maybe Riley like has something over one of them or like finds oh, something to hang over one of them. Interesting. You know? like well, maybe one of them buy dr- buys drugs from McGill. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Tag team effort. Oh, well, yeah, maybe the varsity player like tips off Banks's route to his dorm or wherever mm. or his house. Oh, like we get out of practice Hall. at 445. And yeah. Then, yeah. It's he always stops effort. to get a milkshake. <laughs> he always stops at the soda fountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think it's a combined Wait, effort. Do they call them pop fountains? Or would they have called them pop fountains? I think they would call them soda fountains, but they would serve pop in the Midwest. That doesn't make any sense. That's what? how I would take it. We didn't really have a soda fountains there. Wait, what? But I'm sure they did at some point. I would assume so, yeah, but... Do you know what I'm saying? Because like, they call it pop. In, sure. But in Michigan, like a soda yeah. fountain, you know, is like a soda store, like a bar that only serves soda to kids i thought you were just talking about like a fountain drink. no 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 no. like a, like an old timey like candy shop <laughs> yeah it's okay like a soda yeah. fountain or whatever but so you go to the soda so you think fountain. they call it a soda fountain but they serve pop like there wouldn't be soda on the menu it would just be pop i think soda would be on the menu but the kids coming in would be like oh give me some pop huh we need to get would like it be a- called pops soda fountain Oh, maybe. Wait, probably. But, <laughs> maybe the guy is named Pop. Yeah, he's got to go by Pop. <laughs> That's interesting. I, yeah. I want to. I don't know why. I really want to know the answer to that. This is yeah. This is one. If of we the have any uh, riddles of our time. What would that be like? A vernacular expert, like a Minnesotan vernacular. Yeah, or just a really old person. Yeah, <laughs> we have a lot of listeners in that <laughs> <Yeah>. demographic. <laughs> our demo's definitely like the over sixty crowd. So, all right, well, this. Went we'll ask, your, we'll ask your parents at, at your wedding. Maybe they'll know. Yeah, yeah maybe. We'll ask. There's... Do you have any really old cousins that are coming? <laughs> no. There's like one of my, my dad's a doctor and one of his patients is really old, but he's, he's also like super loaded and they have like a good relationship. So my dad's like, invite him to your wedding. He won't come. He'll just send you a nice gift. And then he <laughs> decided to come. So <laughs> he'll be there. You can ask him. I hope he listens to the pod. Bill, he's a great guy. <laughs> Great guy. Have you met this guy before? No. (laughs) I was trying to think. I might have like shook his hand once, but I'm not. I don't think I've ever had a conversation. So how how did he and your father meet? Is it just because old guy is um he is my dad's patient? Yeah, that's weird. And they 
Can't wait to meet this guy. How, how long has he been his patient? Like a long time. A super long time. I don't know how long, but a long time. And my dad like treats his son and his wife and his whole family. Well, I do know, and so so I, I am married, and so you're supposed to like be inviting your parents' friends because your yeah. parents' friends or your parents like here's a list of people. And so there's some people there. I'm just like I don't know these fucking people, but they're your good friend or whatever. So yes, they can they can come. So yeah, that was one of these. Anyway, we are way <laughs> off time. I don't know how we got. We could, we sort of brought it full circle though because we started with the bachelor party and now yes. we're talking about the wedding so i'm just gonna wrap it up before we go somewhere else here do so. we know which quack attack shirts that we're that we're wearing in the wedding party yet do we know uh, that have we determined I, that i think we're it's gonna be like a variety sample so like everyone's oh, gonna sampler. wear a different shirt so we could sell some shirts at the wedding there we go <laughs> yeah yeah really get the word out there go to the shop there's some great stuff in there you can buy some stuff uh buy it for yourself don't buy it for my wedding do buy drinks though for his bachelor party (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know i'll figure out a way to set that up i haven't seen seen mike go hard in a long time it's been a while i guess i mean you guys weren't there but i went hard last week (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) but anyway that's a different story for a different time so as i said let's try to wrap this up before we go somewhere else uh Go to the shop, get your gear there, click that, keep clicking that Amazon link, buying stuff on Amazon. We get a cut. It's helped a lot. Uh, com. You can go there, see all our pods, all the different stuff. You can see where Kevin is not quite a millionaire yet, but not you can quite. track his progress. You can contact us at Pod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Pod. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell us if you think in the Midwest they call them soda fountains or soda pops. No, pop fountains. Pop fountains. Yeah, yeah. Soda pops wouldn't make any. That yeah. would not make any sense. That was not a substitution. Pop fountains or soda fountains. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. Ain't no turning back. Got to be.